jerking off to Anna Jay's Instagram too much. Hey man, you're projecting a little bit, man. I'm just oh, gonna go. Everyone calm down. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna use the wrist brace like Bob Orton on the party bikes. Yeah. Anyone gets too yeah. close, just pop. You know. I've been telling people to suck it too. That's been fun. Like Uber nice. drivers who are double parked. I blare on the horn and I say suck it. Ah! And we got our cold open. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 22 of the regular wrestling review. I'm your host, Andrew Vitt. Wait, wait a wait, second. Wait. No, I'm not. I'm I'm Taylor Yates. I'm the ECCW GM. And I'm doing the intro today because Andrew shot his voice because he went out to he partied too hard in Nashville. Hey, hey, no, we had a gig on Tuesday and then I partied too hard. And then I made the mistake of being a dumbass and partying again the next day. Well, so and, have and the wrist brace, Taylor, my life is in shambles. But but I, I'm going down with a smile on my face. Taylor, that was a beautiful oh, intro, brother. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a natural. I got it. Y'all know who I am. Hello. I am Andrew Vandellis. Uh, Taylor, before we get going with all the good stuff, I have to say, uh, I saw your tweet of appreciation from the podcast Twitter account, uh, or towards the podcast Twitter account. I just want to say thank you, and I am glad I made you proud by burying that man. You're very welcome. I think you taught we me well. Publicly- we should publicly bury people on the uh, on the Twitter account on the as often as we can. Yeah. For um, context, if you, didn't, as- if you didn't see the tweet, it was um, I tweeted something about New Japan and that um, no matter what, wrestling fans can't be happy because think about it. Everyone wants to see WWE go to Japan. Don't lie to yourself. A couple weeks ago, you were saying that. But... Some dude decided to say, but the, read the article, WWE, they, they want to be exclusive. Of course they do. They're a business. And I, from the podcast account, and with the power of marijuana confidence, <laughs> laid into this guy and said, uh-uh, enjoy the product without being a chotch. Have a good one. So... There is my first uh, endeavor into wrestling Twitter, and I, I, I hate how much I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. I'm a baby face in real was, life, but I, I think I'm a, I'd be a heel on Twitter. I was very proud, I have to say. I mean, you're, you're the king of it, dude. A day-to-day king of just shit-talking po- and shit-posting on Twitter. I don't know how you keep, I literally did it. I don't know how you keep it, it up. Today. I, I told some guy, uh, some guy was complaining. He, he said, dear WWE, and he tagged them because everyone knows if you tag them, they'll definitely see it. What a mark he said, already. He said the product y'all put on TV outside of NXT and Roman Reigns is really bad. Like super oh, crazy, insanely, horribly, terribly bad. I need a drink already. Sincerely, dude. Ready, ready. lifelong, uh. hard, loyal fan. And I said, dear Greg, Touch grass. Sincerely, guy who is blocking you now. Touch so, grass. Yeah. What is it? AEW's just uh, WWE for people who've never touched a titty. Yeah, that sounds about right. But um, 
Anyways. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, all right. Is is CBS Sports just making me? They're making me disable my ad blocker before I can talk to you you all about Double or Nothing, which is very rude, CBS. I hope you know Viacom. Fuck right off, kindly. So, <laughs> Taylor, uh, speaking of AEW, let's say we get right into it and go over Double or Nothing. 2021 what say you Absolutely, I'm ready. this was a great show i loved it i thought it was a lot of fun it was a good show hey i i say it great. was a good show Listen, it was a great match it didn't let me finish i was gonna say the reason it's a great show is because of the crowd like like that that is okay, the, that is the only re- i am willing to acknowledge the crutch of the crowd but boy was it fun to watch i'd say and we I, had I would agree. I had a lot of fun on the pre on the on the pre show. We had Riho taking on Serena Deeb, the NWA Women's Championship, and Deeb ends up winning via submission. Uh, Deeb is a killer in the ring. I didn't really catch a lot of this match, but I watched a highlight video. You put two wrestlers in the ring like that, especially for the women's division, you're always going to come out strong. I think, especially with time, you know. Yeah, I'll say I caught the whole match and it was incredible. Like that was I need to rewatch it. Kind of deserves kind of deserved to be not on the kickoff show. Like it was it was that good. Um so and this was I think the they only match the that was. I believe. Yeah, I, in my opinion should have switched it with the casino battle royale, put that on the kickoff because that was kind of a dud, but um, it, it was until yeah, it the end and even the end. Yeah, uh, the, the final the two was the only the final positive. two. Yeah, because it was genuinely yeah. shocking. We'll get to that. But hot opener as we start here. Daly's place is just packed to the nines with people because, hey, Duval going to Duval. But uh, get your shots, people. That's all I got to say. Let's get back to normal. So we kick things off with Brian Cage and Adam Page, a rematch from a match on Dynamite, I believe about a month and a half ago, where Cage had won. But... Cage is coming out alone. Taz is on commentary. And this is a very, very, very good opener. Hangman comes out to a huge, huge pop from the crowd. And I said, put the belt on him, cowards. But um, it, it will happen in due time. In the end, they're trading offense. Hangman hits an F5, which was really sick. And in the end, Hook and Ricky Starks come down to interfere. Uh... Stark slid the FTW title in the ring, but Cage said, nah, I don't need your help. And I think Taz said something like, you're a dumbass, Cage. What are you doing? <laughs> and this allowed uh, Paige to come back, hit the buckshot lariat for the win. And uh, granted, it's two big meaty men smacking meat, so it's but one, one, one meatier man, I suppose, in Brian Cage. So it's going to be a little clunky given the styles of the two men in the ring here. But for an opening match, what a way to kick it off, I'd say. Yeah, I missed half the match because I couldn't find my, my stream wasn't working. So uh, that you're was telling awkward, me you didn't go to Fight TV or BR? No, I'm kidding, pal. Here, let's talk about. Let's just just quickly for a second. If you are charging fifty dollars for a pay per view in the year 2021, it. I'm not buying. Never. It. I'm not spending. Two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars a year. Depending I almost on how many didn't get Peacock, dude. Fuck, let alone like the four dollar version. A product that I don't 
really have full like faith in, you know? So Cause it's still yeah, a baby. My, my, People yeah, need to hear, my, hear this. AEW is still a very much a little baby. Yeah. My idea would be put out some kind of pass on fight TV or whatever. And you say you pay a hundred bucks and you get all of them. Like I that think would that's be what BR Live is for though. Cause it is subscription based, I think. Right. But you probably, well, I think they might have canned no, BR Fight Live, T- honestly. Fight TV has options. I know that. Because I almost subscribed to Fight for some, I think, MMA shit. But, nah, I'm going to st- stick to watch wrestling. If you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> not trying to get them taken off the internet. Moving on. AEW World Tag Team titles are on the line. And as you said, a match with a... I'd say this was a better match than it was a booking decision. Because... Moxley and Eddie Kingston take on the Young Bucks and they come out to that really good Wild Thing cover and it, the place just goes fucking nuts to see these guys, dude. And I, I was fired up. My roommates were fired up. It, it was just a good vibe. And the, the, the pops from this show, when they happened, holy shit, dude. I don't know how you felt, but yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is what it's like again. Yeah, that was a goosebumps moment for sure. Oh my god, and you see Moxley like just going, yeah, beating his chest as I just beat my wrist into my chest. Smart move, Andrew. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like oh my god, what a vibe! And then the Bucks come out, uh, uh, the fucking Seth Rollins ripoff attire. What the hell are they wearing? Um, they're they're ribbing all of us at this point. I love it, but. Like, it's good heel work by the Bucks. But during the match, there are a fuck ton of near falls. Moxley gets hit with the uh, aerosol can. He's bleeding because John Moxley's going to bleed on pay-per-view, baby. We love it. Uh, <laughs> and they got me a couple of times here, uh, especially when Gallows and Anderson came out. And Kazarian ends up, uh, of all people, Frankie Kazarian by himself is able to fend off the Good Brothers alone. Which was interesting, but I was like, okay, cool. It could have been the uh, like the Lucha Bros or something. But here towards the end of the match, oh my god, I'm gonna burp. <clears throat> Jesus, oh wow, oh, we're fucking, wow. we're this live. Is real professionalism, real professionalism we, on this podcast. When have we ever expressed that we are professionals? I have a degree, okay, <laughs> but am I a professional podcaster? No. <laughs> that'll look, that'll sound great point. for the sponsors, right? Ooh, who said what? Huh? Anyways, moving on. Anyways. End of the match. <laughs> Moxley used a, a Dior to hit a Doomsday device, which is fucking sick. But again, near fall. Um, they really got me after Moxley was uh, in the sharpshooter. I thought Mox was going to pass out. I was like, no, no, don't do Moxley like this. But. Moxley ends up hitting a paradigm shift after Eddie makes the save. I thought the match was going to be over, but Moxley is defiant. He's like, fuck you guys, uh, down on his knees, and the Bucks just lay into him with, like I think, four or five uh, BTE triggers, and they pin Moxley to retain the tag titles. Great match, wrong people won. That's all yeah, I have to say. I, I, can, I can get behind that. I, I was... Pleasantly surprised. This by is the, the match. best I, young was, back young bucks match I've seen in a long, long time. I would agree. It wasn't there. It was definitely far from their usual style. On paper, oh, they, their heel, heel work, their heel work. I can't speak heel I, work. I, 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 and you're the it one with the voice. Good. Yeah, um, doesn't mean I can. I'm coherent. Anyways, um, 
yeah, their heel work was amazing throughout the match. Very different style for them. Uh, but yeah, I just is it's a huge question mark. It's like they didn't need this. Like, what? Why? Why would you? You kind of built up the, you know, Mox. And what do you do Kingston with them as a tag so team? Long. What do you do? And you know, you know, built up this great hatred of this heel, new heel force after this what big turn, and do? now suddenly they. What do you do? They lose. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I know, dude. Um, granted, it doesn't hurt them. From a, I would say from a booking standpoint, the loss does not hurt Moxley and Eddie. Disagree. But I'm talking individually. Like if if this was the end of the tag team, they just went on. It didn't hurt them individually. But yeah, as you said, you've been sampling us and giving them promo time and and matches on dark and elevation. And we all know that that's a sign that they're going to lose at the pay-per-view now, I think. If you're building them up on dark and elevation, and they just have five wins out of nowhere, and you don't remember seeing them on TV for three weeks, how can I get behind that? Yeah, it's too much of a reliance. I think we that's a crutch before, on the but... ranking system. Yeah, it's been two yeah. weeks, y'all. We took a little break last week. Clearly didn't help much. I hurt myself more. But yeah. <laughs> Either, either uh, yeah. way, uh, I, I want Moxley and Eddie to keep going after the Bucks. I, I, I want this feud to continue, personally. I mean, they have to win eventually, right? They, they have to. Who they the can't fuck just be like, oh, gonna, oh, on to the next people. Who's like, going to take the belts off of them? Nobody? And remember when Pac and uh, Phoenix were supposed to get a title shot? Because that's not happening. Or knowing Dynamite, they'll probably book it two months later. And then I give it a it was very, happening. It was supposed to happen in May, was, I thought. I thought there was a Lucha. I thought they were facing Lucha Bros like this week. Oh, so they just... Uh, oh, they, they, they oh, fucking right. retconned it. They did it Hold again, God damn it. You're right. Let me no, see no, you're I... right. You're right. I know. I saw it on Double or, or Nothing. You're right, God damn it. They did it again. Those fuckers. Either way. Uh, what if the Lucha Bros just won? I mean, I, I mean, it's just, just, just a thought. Just a thought. You know? Going real quiet. Probably the gate on the mic won't even pick it up. It's that kind of podcast, guys. <laughs> Should we move on, Taylor? What do you say? It's saying? not a tag title match. It is a non-title match. So they could win. They could. The Lucha Bros could win. All right, Moxley and Eddie are going to help uh, distract them, and that's going to be it. There you go. <laughs> well, Call, calling it now because I'll be at, I'll be at work on Friday for Dynamite. That's why we're not covering Dynamite. So. Uh, up next, I'm going to run through the Casino Battle Royale real quick because there's only a couple things I really want to note. Uh, Max Caster and Edge, or Christian. <laughs> Fuck! Woo! Yeah, we're live, baby. Um, Max Caster and Christian Cage are in the same uh, first entering group, the clubs or whatever. And he says something like, Christian, you ain't been the same since you lost your edge. And that, Max Caster, I know you don't like him, Taylor. He's, he's starting to grow on me a little bit. Don't don't even start with that shit. His raps. Don't even start. Yo. 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 <laughs> Move on. Move on. Jordan will appreciate that one. Um, but Christian lasts all the way through uh, up until the very, very end. And Leo Rush is the Joker, which was like, huh? And apparently he's under contract to New Japan, and if New Japan might be talking to WWE, God, dude, so much happened in like the past. Like we took a week off at a terrible time. We did. What the fuck? Like the wrestling world actually wants to give us news 
when we're not doing the show. But hey, we'll just cover it the next week because we don't fucking care. Uh, we'll, we'll let Sean Ross Sapp handle the daily, you know, on the day stuff. Yes. But in the end, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage are the two finals, uh, two final uh, members. And Jungle Boy wins. And afterwards, uh, Jurassic Express are out celebrating. Everyone's singing, oh, 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 you know, Baltimore. Awesome. Um, and Christian Cage comes back in the ring and motions like the little title around the waist thing and points at Jungle Boy and says, do it, win the title. And he hugs Jungle Boy. They all celebrate. Uh, not much of a match, but a good ending. And if you wanted any other stamp of approval on Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, there you go. He's going to be a multi-time world champion in multi, multiple companies, as I think both of us have said. Yeah. But yeah, Ken, I, I completely that agree. being said, Kenny's going to knee him into oblivion. Yeah. I think the match is going to be insane. But have, They've faced um, off before, right? Have they? Um, Let me look it up. If you have while any. you're looking it up, I'll just say I think it is absolutely watch my hilarious. program. Watch my program crash while that happens. That would be terrible. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. Uh, I think it would. I think it would be hilarious if this very dull and botch-filled uh, segment that Leo Rush had with the Hardys and Private Party was his only appearance in AEW, and then he ends up back in like WWE doing like you know crossover stuff because of yeah, Japan. Dude. that would be hilarious to me that would be really fucking funny <laughs> and um, then have fun getting the belt off of mox guys yeah that's all um, i gotta say also, that's not our problem yeah also just as an aside because i think we're wrapping up this one and head to the next yeah yeah thing totally, totally. Looking, segue uh, baby go ahead taylor uh, after after this they reveal that mark henry will be joining whoa hey whoa hey Step up, listen. Sorry, they he, okay. they, they should have just paid for that song. They should have. They should have. It's uh, one of the best themes in all of wrestling history. I will die on that hill. Come fight me at Regress Review on Twitter. But yeah, they, he will be a new commentator and coach, I believe, with AEW. So that's very cool, and I, we can expect that he he's he's in insane shape, and he says he wants one more, more run. So we can probably expect that we'll be seeing him. Face My off, God, maybe, are we going to get Paul White and Mark Henry? No, please, God, no. Give me, give me Mark Henry and Cody Rhodes. Powerhouse ah, Hobbs. No, ah, stop there it. You go. Don't, put the, don't put the bad energy into the universe. It's going to happen because remember Cody we and Shaq? I spoke that shit into existence and poof. We want I want both of Mark those Henry matches just to piss versus, you off. Cody Rhodes. Powerhouse. QT Powerhouse. Marshall. Do you want to host this by yourself? No, I don't. I'm sorry, Taylor. Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> I broke And him. Miro. Oh, and yeah. And Miro. Miro. We'll get to Miro because he's just awesome, dude. The man. Yes. The man. But we have to trug through uh, a go-go in Cody Rhodes, which I skipped to the ending for because I said they better not. They better not. And they did. Um this and the Bucks match are the only matches on the show where I really was like, fuck, the other person should have won. But I get it. Uh, USA, USA. Yeah, that's all. That's really I mean, all I have to say. But Cody winning within uh, 
with a vertebraker is awesome. That is a great finisher. There's no, there's no, no, stop. No, don't, don't you even say anything. No, but, but, nope, no, but, but I hey, 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 I'm going to put my Taylor hat on. Shooting no, listen, press. listen, I'm putting my Taylor hat on. Cause I remember you saying that you don't like that. He just kind of like fights the matches of whoever and kind of is a chameleon in the ring. That's Shane Helms's move, man. I don't, not no, no. I, don't, I don't no no. I don't give a shit. No, about that's any a gripe. Of that. That's a gripe I, I have though. I don't give a shit about anything. Cody won. So, that was the problem. Yeah. I was so mad on Twitter after this. I was fuming. I was glad this, I was at work. I didn't see it. This was just the abs just so mind numbingly dumb. Just what 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 purpose does Cody winning serve? Nothing. It's I don't only, know. He's servicing himself. It services his own ego. Now you're putting your that Andrew match, hat on, Taylor. That I love, match good. Was for Give one me the hey, Taylor. It was for one person. Who, and Brandy? That person was Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Brandy was probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, honey. Yeah, Cody, um, suck my dick. Dude. <laughs> I dude. did the crotch chop for all my sprocket rocket okay. people out there. Cody got hit with the same punch punches that made that gave Austin Gunn internal bleeding kayfabe the yeah. week before I literally like five days I, before and I he just know. ate him he just ate him dude I, I <sighs> why 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 did they do this why did they do this what the hell ad what is that ad, noise? advertisement on my phone what the hell That's I was odd. trying to load something up all right. Well, well, that's odd. Moving on. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't want to. I don't want to get too mad. Is Anthony Ogogo is actually good at wrestling. He actually did show he has been. He was. I was very impressed with him. So hopefully, three he matches. Can fucking win some matches. Three now. fucking matches. I, dude's gonna be a star. But I was gonna say, pour it out for Anthony Ogogo losing everybody. Unbelievable. Cody, I I don't want you to come out here on Dynamite and cut a promo. Please, please. I, oh, I might God. just stop watching. Oh, oh God, he's going to. Oh. I'm glad I'll be at work. Yeah, and the crowd's oh. going to be like, damn, we love you, Cody, because we're from fucking Florida. Oh, I want him to get booed when they go back on the road. I really hope. So it's kind of, it was a little mixed. A little, I, I heard a few boos. It was lot, definitely though. mixed. It but, was definitely mixed. But you know, all the 30-year-old mom or the 40-year-old moms are like, Cody, ah! he's like the new Randy Orton. I fucking hate it just 40 year old moms it was just people who are just stands just AEW suckers they're homers you know? dude they're homers yeah it's awful okay moving on we're not gonna drown it's on this like the same long. people who defend seth rollins is outburst on twitter so uh yeah two sides of the same coin different companies deal with it come at me next the tnt title match between miro my brother from another mother and uh lance archer just because he's from the, the baltic area you know um this is a great, great match, dude. And I'm talking big, meaty men smacking meat. Right, Taylor? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. This was awesome. And uh, just a couple of spots, I guess. Uh, yeah, Archer got thrown into a group of quote-unquote fans. Totally not plants, because AEW never does that. Um, neither does WWE ever, ever. Wrestling is, is totally real, guys. Um, Roberts did not come out to the ring initially, because I think Miro beat the shit out of him or something. Or at the they had a weigh in and Roberts got Jake Roberts got hit, so he, that's yeah, why he didn't he come in. Now, but he comes in, 
<coughs> comes down to the ring with a snake in the bag, quote unquote snake. He tries to pull it out, but Miro actually fucking punches Jake Roberts. And he grabs the snake bag, rattles it up like a little bag of coins, and just fucking launches this thing, dude. Absolute cannon. I am talking straight up, straight up. <laughs> Sorry, I have a soundboard now for my job, and it's it's clearly bad for me. Um Either way. Oh God, we're not going to use that now, are we? No, we won't. I'm just, I'm, I just wanted to see how much it pissed you off. In the end, though, <laughs> I didn't even hear it. So, so Miro went to like, oh, you didn't. You will in the replay. Don't worry. Um, oh great. Miro's like trying to murder Jake Roberts, and Archer catches him with the choke slam. Another great near fall. Um, Miro get takes uh, lands to Dick Kick City with the rope. Uh, and Miro stomped on Archer's surgically repair back. Game over. Put him in night, night. This was fucking awesome. And uh, commentators, as they do when someone passes out in a wrestling match, they didn't tap, they didn't tap. Indicator that we're probably going to see more of this on Friday. And I'm here for it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Anything Not else you want to say on that? No. no. And no. then we go to another banger of a match, dude. At least um, I enjoyed it, but um, the match that everyone pretty much, if you had betting money to bet on, you would, you would, I would throw it all on this match. Hikaru Shida defends the women's championship against Britt Baker DMD Bay Bay. The crowd chanted DMD, and it, it gave me a little bit of an Adam Cole vibe there. I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, but oh, on. oh, well, 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 Roberts announced her. Justin Roberts announced her, and it was like Doctor Britt, Britt Baker. D-M-D, and the crowd chanted the DMD. Oh, like, like, and, like, 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 Adam, oh, baby, yeah, they're like, who happened? Guys, did you know they're dating? <laughs> we're, we're a gossip podcast now, but, uh, no. They, hey, well, well, actually, the, the big news. You're a gossip you Twitter this. account, Taylor, but that's about it. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't put me in that category. Your, 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 your bio is literally bad takes only. That's that's not the same. That's not what gossip is. Gossip is not a take. Sometimes. A take is an opinion. Gossip is like dirt sheet stuff. Right, right, right. Anyways, um, well, now my joke's gone, so I'm not going to even... Why's your, joke, why's your joke gone? Just move into the match. Never mind. So this is a great match. The moment's gone. Sorry, Taylor. Sorry to burst your bubble. Um, Sheeta gets fired up after uh, taking a little bit of a beating and... Brick keeps going for that uh, lockjaw. Rebel gets involved again with the crutch. Uh, Rebel hits Brit by accident with it, and it's still back and forth here. Um, this was a little weird. The ending because um, Sheeta like had a submission in, but then went to chase Rebel around, and again like her entire reign, Sheeta's been kind of booked stupid at certain parts, and it isn't her fault. But uh, it it gets. It ends up where it's distracting enough for Brit to lock in the lockjaw and Sheeta taps, dude. Holy shit. New women's champion decisively. Um, good match. Sheeta, I think, will do a lot better off without the belt than she will with. But Britt Baker, what a fucking moment. There's your face right there. You know? And yeah, you can deny yeah. that, really. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm. Thank goodness they they made the right move with this match. Um, I thought I honestly was not a huge fan of the match. I thought they were kind of clunky and they didn't have the best chemistry at, at moments. It was a good match, like in this per- perspective of Sheeta's reign. Not the best at all. Uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't say it was I liked, nowhere near. I liked like the, the Taikanti, Mizunami the Mizunami. Um, who else? Fuck. Uh, <coughs> was it? Yeah, you well, know. Let's be honest, she hasn't had a ton of matches to... It, it's know, bad that we can only showcase. list off like three of these. Like, seriously. That that shows to... And she, was, she wasn't on TV half the fucking time. Six months, she wasn't on TV. Some bullshit like that. You know? But um, I hope Sheeta moves on to bigger and better things in the women's division. There's a lot of people she can feud with now. And it doesn't have to be, I am the champion and I like to kick people in the face. You know? Yeah. So for Britt, line them up. Looks like Thunder Rosa's ready. Um, There's a controversy with that on the Spanish commentary team. Glad uh, AW dealt with that swiftly. Fuck that guy. Um, Moving on. Not even going to name him. Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. And coming in hot. Holy fuck. Sting takes a back bump on the ramp. Uh, suplex sting no sold it and this is a spot fest this whole match is a spot fest but like i kind of expected that but this this whole match i think sting worked us dude i really think sting worked us and i said it as the match was going on i I think it was working everybody dude i think this first five minutes of this match was sting just being like fuck you marks (laughs) because then he hits a fucking stage dive and he's like down here doing topes. And I'm like, oh, Darby's been showing him the moves lately. He's like, you want to move like you were in 1990 in the Baltimore Arena, brother, with Flair? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you want to was... wrestle like you were wrestling Great Muda again in the Coliseum? <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Seriously. I was sports entertained for this match. Yeah. I, I had like the lowest expectations going to this. Me too, I, dude. Honestly, I get I get super worried whenever Sting wrestles, and but then he just fucking—he he was amazing. It was I so much fun, out, dude. And you know what? I told Taylor. I mean, I told Jordan, and I was like, "I'm gonna tell Taylor straight up on the podcast. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Sting, you fucking did it, dude. I don't know what's in that DDP yoga, dude. But yeah. what the fuck is DDP? Just like Jesus? Is he? He might be. Is he Jesus he Christ? Be. Because I'll start praying to DDP and doing the bang instead of my cross. Seriously. <laughs> and my grandparents are going to listen to that and be like, what has Nashville done to him? Your, your grandparents listen to the podcast? No, they don't. That's the <laughs> funny <laughs> part. You can't shit. have that. No, but I did have my grandfather like listen to a live stream I did. And I sw- he's like, you swore a bunch. I was like, ah, oh, no. Anyways, um some really cool spots in this match. I, if I, if I go over all of them, I'm going to spend another 20 minutes on this. Um, in the end, Sting hit a fucking code red. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, Sting locked in the Scorpion death lock. It got broken up. And then I popped cause he got sky up, popped him right back down. Scorpion death drop. One, two, three. The crowd obviously added this made this so so much more enjoyable but it seemed like everyone was just it's good that wrestlers have not forgotten 
the good ones at least, the good wrestlers have not forgotten how to adjust the match to the crowd's temperature, you know? Because mm-hmm. these guys yeah. were on and had them hot the whole fucking time. Yeah, they did. Anything else you want to add, Taylor? Because yeah. I just fanboyed. I marked out. I, I'll say it. I will say the, the spot that uh, where Darby got chucked oh my god the oh my god floor by ethan page into his brothers yes. was amazing that's the spot the i'm looking at right now someone, someone i have the gif of it right now spot, and i was like that's amazing that is the spike dudley spot i just watched it I, that's funny i forgotten about it. and i gotta say the show was a little long obviously i think it was like four hours long or it something. was so long because i watched it the next day and i remember i was like oh shit i gotta work on music with the boys we gotta go to the studio i can't be watching this all day yeah. and um but was I, was, so I was i was entertained it flew by um and i think part of it is how they lined it up the the order of the matches was really nice i think again you could have switched the casino battle royale to the pre-show but again, you go to another banger here, the AEW World Championship match, the three-way between Kenny Omega, the reigning defending champion, the bell collector, yada, 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 all that good stuff, against Pac, who uh, Paul White called Pac, and Orange Cassidy, who gets a monster pop. And again, where's my mind? This time with the crowd? Huh. Dude. And this match was awesome, too. I really, really enjoyed this match. Taylor, my voice is going to go a little bit. You want to you wanna run through this one? Anything that you, yeah, that I mean, you know? I, I, I mean, there, this is another kind of one of those matches where it was constant motion, no down moments. You couldn't um, breathe. I was super, yeah, I was super impressed with how, like, all three were constantly involved. They didn't have these, like, long, drawn-out spots where one person was, you know, taking a, like, it was not a traditional, anything. yeah, it was, it was all three men being like, just instead of just rotating in and fighting like Kenny or whatever, having them mm-hmm. all fight each other the whole match was very nice. Yeah. Minus like, you know, a sequence or two where they yeah, gang and, up on uh, Cassidy or Kenny. You know? Yeah. And the crowd was so hot for all of the Orange Cassidy spots. Dude, um, I'll go over one of them. You know the one that, that stuck out to me? No, I don't. The one on, I think Kenny was trying to dragon suplex him from the top. And Orange Cassidy puts his hands in his pockets. And <laughs> and it blocks oh, yeah, that was the sick. suplex. That was awesome. And then Pac runs up out of nowhere, grabs Kenny, says, you're going to fucking fly, bitch. And Kenny does a backflip out of a German suplex and just lands on his fucking face, dude. And this was a spot fest, too. I loved it. Uh, Cassidy hits a beautiful Michinoku driver. And then uh, Pac just comes in and plants him on his head with a brain buster. And that got uh, everyone in my band like, what the fuck was that? I was like, that's what my finisher would be if I was a wrestler. (laughs) But um, Avalanche Falcon Arrow from Pac. uh, And then Cassidy throws him out of the ring. And Orange Cassidy scurries into the pinfall. And I was like, holy fucking shit. No way. No way. Kick out at the last second by Kenny. And a good camera shot here because the crowd started chanting. That was three. But good camera work here. Very rare that I'm saying that on AEW. Um, (coughs) Bryce Ramsberg, right before it hit the mat, Kenny kicked out. Um, 
towards yeah, the end of this match. Near they got me a bunch of times on near Dude, pulse. same. Um, the end of the match, the finish is very, very good, but it's so WCW. Um, yeah. Old old WCW though. It's like NWA WCW, not not Bischoff. A little Bischoff, but it's not Callis. What do you expect? So, in the end, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> I just swallowed my own spit. No, I'm good, dude. Guys, I'm not gonna die. It's fine. Uh, I think Cassie hits a pair of orange punches, and on the second one, Don goes shit, 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 and leaves, which had me laughing so so hard. And uh, one. Two, boom, Bryce Rensburg pulled out by Don Callis. Uh, and Callis was like, what? I didn't do anything. Uh, Cassidy gets distracted momentarily by Kenny. Boom, another orange punch uh, or something. No, no, no. And then uh, Pack and Cassidy go back and forth. Pack gets the brutalizer in on Orange Cassidy. And Kenny break, tries to break it up by stomping on uh, Pack. But he won't let go. And it's fucking awesome. And this got me to crack up. After kicking Pack a few times, Kenny... Uh, <laughs> Is like, oh, oh, shit, shit. Just beats the shit out of Bryce Remsburg, the referee. And Bryce sold that yeah, so, that was, so well. That was really good. I am really, was, I am I really liking that. this meta heel elite kind of thing. It, it is growing on me, I think. Because I genuinely hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Drew said, yeah. When, 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 when the Bucks retained, you know how my roommate Drew, my drummer, hates the Young Bucks. I think yeah, I've said well, it on the podcast. Same. Well, he like he he's not a wrestling fan, so that's why I think it's so fucking funny. They won, and he goes, "Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> I hate these guys." <laughs> but um, this is how this that's how this match felt because another referee gets pulled in. Orange Cassidy, boom! Orange punch again. Aubrey Edwards sprints down to the ring. He's pinned Kenny Omega. One, two. Kenny pops in. Uh, into a crucifix pinning combo. One, two, three. Kenny rolls out of the ring, clutching his titles, and is still the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. This was, uh, I think, my favorite match of the night. Do I think it was the best? Uh, also, probably yes. Yeah, I think I think I would. All three guys are absolute stars. Uh, all of them looked amazing. Kenny came out. A better heel than when he started the match I think which is even fucking amazing more amazing you know and Don, yeah, Don yeah. Callis in front of a live crowd is dangerous that I don't yeah. think I, I don't think people who don't didn't watch his ECW stuff realize how good that man is at pissing people off so be warned yeah. be warned Don Callis dude you might want to find a safe house or a close relative yeah <laughs> Because people are probably armor. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to get a bulletproof car, dude. <laughs> um, but hey, man, '80s wrestling heat is back, baby. I love it. Um, but speaking of '80s wrestling, the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle are up next. The Stadium Stampede match, and the Inner Circle repel from the top of TIA I just malfunction TIAA Bank Stadium, and. This had so many spots, so much brawling, uh, big, big meaty men battle here with uh, Wardlow and Jake Hager, and I thought Wardlow was just going to actually shoot, kill Hager. <laughs> I was worried for their lives. Um, Jericho and MJF brawl into the training facility of the Jaguars to where they run into um, Charlie Strong and head coach Urban Meyer of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
who proceed to Dude, toss. That was so fucking funny. Oh my God. That was so amazing. My, my roommates are like, is that Urban Meyer? What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Um, I don't know how they talked him into that, but I don't, it was amazing. I don't know, but give me that. Give me it this. Looked like he, he and Charlie had a blast. Meta, so. Dude, give me this meta AEW that knows what it is. Seriously. I think double or nothing was a good sampler, but every time they get my hopes up, they make a dumb mistake, you know? But, um, yeah. Tony Khan, just, 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 just don't let Cody run your PR. It's all you got to do. Um, yeah. So much good stuff here. Uh, Meyer and Strong, you give him a football. Uh, Meyer gives him a laptop. And uh, MJF tries to murder him with a football helmet. And Urban Meyer goes, holy shit. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean Spears is fucking a chair and I fucking the camera, calling for Sammy Guevara to join in his chair orgy. That's what my notes say. Um, honestly, honestly, if if the chairman was anyone but Sean Spears, that shot of him being surrounded by chairs would have been weird. Was awesome. I oh no, no it was it was, it was awesome. a great backdrop. I was just like, what but the if fuck it was is anyone this? but him? It would have been cooler because Sean Spears sucks. I'm also here for like creepy bastard Sean Spears. I am. Well. Like, I mean, he's got to have something because he's just is is not good. Hey, so. if his personality is a metal folding chair, that's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> I'd say it's interesting. <laughs> I'd say that's a pretty comparison. accurate analogy. Um, so many spots here. Guevara gets payback for last year's stadium stampede because he runs down Sean Spears with a golf cart who doesn't know how to bump. Yes. Um, Spears basically just nails Guevara in the face as they make their way back down to Daly's place. Uh, Guevara and Spears, the only members down on Daly's place. I believe MJF and Jericho are actually fighting in the balcony when Jericho tries to murder MJF and toss him to his impending death. Glad that didn't happen. I wish it had happened. I wish Um, it had. I wish, but hey, crash pad, I guess, right? Um, Yeah. Guevara fought back and ends up hitting a 630 senton and pins Sean Spears. Sammy Guevara gets the pin and the win. Uh, crowd is singing Judas because, of course, um, this was a great, uh, funny moment, but also had its moments where I was like, all right, get to the next scene as cinematic oh, well, matches do. But you, you only covered a couple of them. I'm going to cover the spot. ones that I actually enjoyed. Yeah, most. dude. Yeah, dude. Go ahead. I, I actually really, I, I, but this match was fucking amazing, dude. Go ahead. I would love to hear. Were, were, was the Wardlow and Hager? I had zero. Yes. I had my expectations were so low for that. Really? But I, I saw something on Twitter afterwards that um, it was pre-taped. They apparently brought in. Well, yes, but they brought in like a Hollywood fight coordinator, and you could really see it in the Hager that and makes sense. spot. Yeah, and the, it was it was awesome. Fight. They did it so well, and they did their I own stunts. Was, dude, they were great. You could put both of them in Hollywood yeah. for stunt work. You know. It's fucking awesome, I mean, dude. Yeah, Wardlow, massive dudes. Um, Wardlow doesn't need to be in wrestling. I don't know why he is, but um, same with Roman Reigns, dude. Um, like, Roman's gonna be gone in a few years, anyways. Sadly, well, I think yeah. There, there's so that was that spot. We're not gonna get off track right now. Um, I'm sorry, we've already done it way too much in this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that uh whole you know section for them was was really well done and then the the fucking bar brawl with uh 
Oh my with, God! Uh, Santana and Ortiz and yes, uh, Conan with Tully with Tully and his like tucked Bro, in their ga- cut off shirt. Tully Blanchard and Conan. Tully Blanchard's my spirit animal, dude. When I'm his age, I want to be just like that motherfucker. Yeah, I, that's what I want to have. That I want to have that just absolutely zero shame, zero fucks to be given. Yeah. And you know what? Tully Blanchard, Tully's, ear- Tully's earned that too. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, because should... I feel like he could still kick people's ass. Can we have a Tully Blanchard appreciation podcast? I would love to. Maybe one day. We'll, we'll I have to have, find a match I want to have Tully Blanchard on, the, on the podcast. That's what I want. One day. <laughs> you know, on the wish list. Uh, smoke, that, that would be fun. Smoke a bowl with Tully Blanchard and film the podcast. There's the goal. Because <laughs> let's be honest, dude. He smokes weed. Let's be honest. I would be remiss, Taylor. Probably. As Probably. a TNA fan. To not point out who else was in that room, in the bar. Because if you watch TNA, you know that Santana and Ortiz were the new LAX. And who, throughout all their history, has been a staple in LAX, in TNA? None other than the man behind the DJ booth, Mr. Conan. And holy shit, the pop for Conan was fucking huge. He switches the song. And yeah, that bar scene was fucking incredible, dude. I was just... Happy to see LAX briefly reunited. Yeah, that was just the whole thing was just the whole thing it was, was so well great, done. dude. Okay, I, I do. I, I feel like I would be remiss. I, I will now. You first, feel remiss. We're both remiss. I I loved it. I I did enjoy it. I thought it was really fun. Yes. But I don't think it was the right thing for what this feud It should have gone the other way around. It should have been first. Yes. Yes. And it, it the wrong team won. Ooh. I understand. Ooh, you I think? I understand that they wanted to have their big, oh, let's have all the first time with fans the back. Blow, we and the blow everyone, off. And they want to blow everyone off. Everyone singing. No, no, no. They want everyone singing Judas. That was all they wanted. They wanted everyone singing Judas. And they got it, God but damn. at the expense of now this story has to drag on for like another six months. Oh. So I, it's, I feel like story again, storyline wise, overall isn't the best decision. Um, very uh, overall but, though, top down, uh, watching the show, man, dude, it was, it was emotional. I felt great. It was like mania again, dude. Like seeing people interact like that, it shows. It's like that hard. Well, no, mania. Mania was like it. I'm saying like I got a similar feeling, like in terms of just like, oh my god, it's so nice to have fans back at shows. I can see it. You know what I mean? No, because listen, double or nothing is like the equivalent of of mania for for AEW. I'd say I don't think they really have a a big, big, big show. All All Out would be the other contender, maybe. But in terms of, of, of that, though, like this is the first wrestling show at, besides Mania that's had large-scale fans like this. And I'm here, dude. I'm here for it. Just get your shots, people, yeah. please. You know what? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over COVID, dude. I'm fucking done. I live in Tennessee. Yeah. I, I work at, at, in front of drunk people and, and yell at jaywalking masses of people every fucking day. Let's get on with it then, you know? <laughs> Taylor, yeah, that was I, all for I, Double I, or Nothing yeah. then, because Double or Nothing, I, I loved, I loved the show. I thought it was not the best show ever, or in AEW's even of the year for AEW, but fun show. 
good results overall. And I just hope the, the couple quirks they have, they figure that shit out soon. You know, if you want to talk about uh, NXT, my friend. Uh, yes. I'm going to let you completely take real... the reins for this. Cause I was passively watching NXT this week yeah. and I need to rest well, my voice. I kind of was, yeah, I was kind of also passively watching, but, um, Fuck I, I will, this shot. is kind of, I have to kind of, I would, I have to touch on last week because we did have an NXT title match last week between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. It was fine. It was good. Because it was fine because Karrion is just fine. His character is awesome. His entrance is awesome. Put his Finn wrestling on Raw, is, cowards. But, give him the, yeah, give him the WWE was, title. I'm not kidding. Don't. I mean, I don't I'm know not. about that. You you saw how fucking that. phenomenal he was as champion. Phenomenal of what? Stability, dude. Keep that's what Raw needs. Stability. That's another discussion, it needs dude. Talent and entertainment. That's what it needs. Exactly. It has a raw look at the raw roster on paper, dude. Something's up. That amount of talent well, should not be booked like that. Well, then it's the Booker's fault. It's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adding Karrion Cross. No, I'm saying add, I said add Finn Balor, dude. Add Finn. Oh, I thought you said Karrion Cross. No, I agree with you on that. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'm not a mark like that, Taylor. Come oh, on, dude. Okay. Did you really Sorry, expect that out of me? You I expect that take out of me, Taylor? I okay. Think we have to listen to it back because I think you might have said it I said Finn. I said give I Finn don't the believe title. You. Well, we'll listen to that. Forty-eight fifty, my Finn friend. There's the time. Go ahead. I'm not trying to Finn, derail you. Finn, Finn is more understandable. He do would, it, he would, he would do well. He would do, do, it. do well. Anyways, do the match was fine. Finn lost. Karrion won. Um, fast forward now uh, to this week. We need to find a new number one contender to the uh, NXT title, and we're going to start the show off with a triple threat between Pete Dunne. Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano, who is in this match despite just recently losing his title. So, okay. Um, anyways, this match <laughs> fucked. This match was insanely good. Gargano like, and this, uh, Reed? Yeah. What? Gargano and Reed, right? No, I'm talking about the triple threat. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I went, to get, dr- I went to get a drink. I went to get a drink. And then you had to come back and mess up the flow. I, like I always do, Taylor. Every single episode. Shaking my head. Go on. SMH. <laughs> the triple threat was amazing. Um, like, it had no business being as good as it was. I was just like, the way that these three men um, interacted together in so many different spots in this match was next level next level good and you know there was a non-finish but i don't think that takes away from the quality of the match because it was adam Adam cole baby that's why we had adam cole yeah coming back for the first time in what two months i think was it um he takes out all three men aggressively uh william regal kicks him out of the building and then he's back in like an hour later and then william regal shows up in the in the in the next segment as well I think. Yeah, William, he was having a tough night. Tough poor, night. Poor Regal, Will. dude. I like the big, big yeah. Willie. Big Willie. <laughs> that, uh, that, for, henceforth, big Willie Regal. Henceforth, William Regal is Big Willie Regal. 
Oh my fucking god. I don't know what he would think of that. I, he'd, he'd, he'd give me the fucking uh, power of the punch and I'd be out for the count, my friend. Before That's you'd, true. Before you'd so. even see the uh, knuckles, you'd just see me on the ground. That is true. Um, <laughs> Big Willie. But, but yeah, so, so what we end up getting um, is Adam Cole cutting a mad promo on Karrion uh, Cross. He says... To be special, you need the entrance, you need the gear, you need the girl to be and for you were, me to be special. And you were I just like, I've been saying this on Twitter for months. Bell. Yeah. But Adam Cole just absolutely slaughters him in the ring oh, on the mic. He, so. he, th- he made Cross look like a little child. <laughs> so, But Cross um, is going to send Regal, him to God and the main roster. So, Regal comes out and, you know, trying to. Stop the heat between them. And Cross says, give me all of them. I'll take on the three Fuck men in the yeah, match earlier dude. and Adam Cole. Hell so yeah. At, uh, in your house, a week from this Sunday, we are getting a fatal five-way for the NXT Championship. That is going to absolutely slap, dude. It's a main event. I am skeptical. <laughs> I'm just, it's a lot of people in one match. And I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I feel about it, but, um, what do you mean? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know how well it will go. Dude, you have five of the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, you have four of the best wrestlers on the you planet. You know what I mean? And, and carrying and, cross and carrying cross. Who is good. He's good. He's fine. Good. Um, I will not, agree to disagree on our assessment. He is within the top 55 percentile, so that is good, in my opinion. That doesn't say much, considering the... Okay, anyways. The NXT uh, roster? Moving on. Moving on. Ooh, we, are, we are going at it today, Taylor. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an NXT tag team title match that closed the show. Um, it was great between MSK and Legato. My boys, very good. Legato del Fantasma. My um, boys, dude, love those guys. Give them the belts, Cal. It didn't exactly, it didn't exactly blow me away, but it was. I mean, it was a good look, match. Whenever these, whenever these two teams get in the ring, you know there's going to be. Good Is the stuff crowd just sandbagging stuff. MSK still? Yes, they I, are. They're I fucking hate, awful. I hate that. So MS, MSK uh, pick up the win over Legato uh, during the match. You have. Uh, GYV coming down to ringside trying to get the distraction and immediately cut off by Trampa and uh, Thatcher. So more development in the tag division really stacked right now. So yeah, really go wrong there, there's, there, there is a lot of talent and sadly not all that much room, you know? Yeah. Fucking yeah. But um, NXT is kind of on a little bit of a lull. Yeah. It not was, in a bad specific- way. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really watch it. I didn't. I only watched three segments. The third being the. Uh, I, I actually skipped over this. I want to touch on it really quick. Uh, was Kushida's uh, cruiserweight open challenge is answered by formerly known as Christian Casanova, and he's now Carmelo Hayes. Oh, this was awesome! Um, I dig this. Yeah, I, I dug this. He, he's kids got a lot of talent. Um, it was kind of a brief showcase for him. I think. I think as as we uh, as he gets more comfortable in NXT and gets some chemistry with some folks, we'll we'll see better from him. But it's an impressive start. Um, definitely get some eyes on him. Clearly, a lot of faith in him to put him in such a big spot so early. Um, but they've done. A, a, we've we've seen that it's kind of a consistent thing in NXT. That's but, how you get him over. Triple H loves to put people in in big spots on their debuts, and they they 
and then almost, and then like Triple H in his prime, give him a fat L. <laughs> well, you can't have people. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm being a total asshole, but <laughs> you know, so for the joke, because Triple H is like my all time favorite he does, wrestler. He does love to break out the shovel. I love it. I'm I'm here for it because Triple H is the only man who can get away with. That brings us to the reason why we are here for the podcast today. Uh, if you grew up watching Mid-Atlantic Wrestling in the Burlington, North Carolina area, or if you hung around that area, you knew who Don Kernodal was, a staple of Mid-Atlantic Wrestling in the late 70s and early 80s as well. Uh, sadly passed away on May 17th at the age of 71. Uh, Taylor, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of you, but I know you have the same feeling. Uh, we want to send our condolences from the podcast from ECCW to the Kernodal family. Um, this man was a legend in the area. NWA Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Champion twice. Uh, six-man Tag Team Champion. NWA World Tag Team Champion. Um, if you know him and his work, you probably know that Sergeant Slaughter was his partner in crime for most of it. But Taylor, I'm going to let you talk because um, Kernodal was a figure, a public figure pretty much, where we went to school. Yeah, he was, um, especially at the the old CWF Mid-Atlantic. They had an annual... Which is an old NWA tournament. stomping ground, if you know. Mm -hmm. Yep, they had an annual tag team tournament called the uh, Colonel Tag Team Classic. Because um, I believe his brother was also yes. uh, a wrestler with him. Yes. Um, so I was fortunate enough to you know, be able to go there, uh, see a couple see of those shows. Um, yeah, he was, he was there, um, for, for the finales usually, or nice. for honestly for the, probably the whole weekend since he, he stayed in the area. Um, so and I also know that I'm pretty sure that he, he and his brother both played football at Elon. So, um, yeah, yeah. He, Elon connection as well. Yeah. Don, um, Don was a, uh, Elon alum. Yep. As, mm -hmm. as both so, of us are, if you know us, but, um, yes, he was a shoe wrestler um, too. He was a very, uh, very acclaimed arm wrestling and amateur wrestling champion. As well. If you did not well, know that, now you know. Facts. I did not know that. Hey, man, I come prepared, you know? But, um, but yeah, I thought, I, we thought it would be great to you know, play, pay homage to him and take a look back at one of his uh, most famous matches in his career. Yep, Ricky Steamboat and Don Kernodal against Ivan and Nikita Koloff. Kernodal playing the babyface here. We'd love to see it. Um, I have never seen this match. My my NWA Mid-Atlantic wrestling knowledge is extremely, extremely slim. And that's why I'm grateful for uh, for the podcast, for the Stooges in the Truck, and everyone around that I've met, the North Carolina area. Taylor, I'm sure you said the same thing. I've, I've learned a lot about Mid-Atlantic wrestling in the past Absolutely. couple of years. And I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing for, more. For sure. So the match link sure. is in the description of the podcast. Feel free to click that up. Head to 0.0. .0. We are starting right from the top here. Taylor, I got one question. After two weeks, are you ready? I'm ready. Kernodal and Steamboat against Ivan and Nikita Koloff. We are going to go on three. Y'all know the drill, so let's get it done. One, two, three. 22 episodes in and I didn't fuck it up. All done. For the first time. Oh, there's a flag match. It is a flag match. As a Ukrainian adopted by Americans, I'm very conflicted here. <laughs> Do I root for the motherland? <laughs> I'm just going to start speaking tongues in Russian, and you're going to be like, what the hell? 
I, I, do, you, do you actually speak Russian or no? No, no. I speak a little right. bit of Greek. My Spanish nice. goes every time I learn more Greek, but I, I try. <laughs> what about you? Speak I any speak foreign English. languages? I, I have one... I have one language. I work for a company that's based in Sweden, so maybe I should uh, picking up a little up bit that. of Sweden, Swedish. Duolingo, dude. Pick up my Swedish. Duolingo. I should. I mean, I'm supposed to go visit there in a few months, so. Uh, yeah, red hot. Gotta, this crowd. Maybe is. Should, dude, yeah, this crowd is. That was the first thing I noticed. The, Happy 420, by the way, Taylor. As as we're filming this. Oh, well, not for me. It isn't, but. Oh, for me, yeah. Oops, Central Time, baby. <laughs> I'm sure you're partaking. Where was this? I wonder. Was in Greensboro? I thought it was in Greensboro. Oh, is that? Oh, you, you're probably right. And, and that's Shivani. That is a very young Tony Shivani doing play-by-play. -play. I heard him say Tony. I was like, there's no way it's Tony Shivani. Oh, you're goddamn right it's Tony Shivani. That ring is so stiff. My God, yeah. That's my favorite thing about old wrestling is how... Oh, my God, look at Steve-O. He got the leg kicking. Oh, oh my God. He's getting fired up. Dude, are you telling me... Oh, I thought you were doing a Dusty impression. Is that what you're doing? No, I was just I was just reacting. Oh, into each other. Oh, monk. This oh, is my God. Southern dude, wrestling, wrestling is amazing. This is Southern wrestling at its absolute finest. Oh, it drops the fist on him. Dude, Kernodal's a tank. Look at him. Kernodal is massive. He's got even, he's even got the neck. Is that a brace or is it just like a towel? I don't know. It looks very football-y. Like yeah, what was what was his what was, what was his big gimmick? I know he had this, the the corporate. Uh, I don't know. The the it was like co Cobra Core or something with uh with Slaughter because anyone associated with Slaughter is gonna do a military thing. Yeah. They did. They made the Iron Sheik a military guy. Come on, dude. Yes. Man, this is so young for Steamboat, too. Did I tell you who was a part of one of my uh, gigs once? No, you did not. Nikolai Volkov was a part of my show once. Wait, he, he what? He was a part of a How gig. How so? So we had a band that opened for us, also huge wrestling fans. Nick, uh, what is it? Nikolai Volkov lives like 20 minutes away from me, back home. Or lived, God rest his soul too. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, so I had the privilege of talking to him before our show. And he went out on stage and sang the Russian national anthem mid-set. And we had someone dress up like Hogan before all the stuff. Um come out and fight Nikola, uh, Nikolai Volkov to the back. That's amazing. And he, and he went, how'd it look, brother? I went, dude, what do you mean, how'd it look? Did you hear them? You, did you, did you, get a, you got, tell me you got a picture. I've, there's a picture out there somewhere with me and him, oh. and he's fucking giant. Yeah, so God, yeah, God rest his soul too, man. Nikolai Volkov is an incredible human being, and he would go just go see shows in Baltimore. And just be immersed. So cool. He'd just be a civilian. Oh my god! Look how fucking enough about that. That's just a fun little fact. Um, holy shit! That crowd is popping, dude. Yeah, this crowd is, <laughs> is wild right now. 
I'm scrolling through your Instagram, seeing if I can find it, but unfortunately, it's not on Instagram. That's okay. Um, maybe on Facebook somewhere. I'll look for it and I'll send you it after we stop taping. We might have to put it on on Twitter as well. I might have to put it on Twitter. Yeah, we can do a little clip. I do want to upload our double or nothing talk in full. The tape machines are still rolling. You fucking old. The match will continue after this. When was this? Nineteen eighty-three. Oh, back. Okay. Eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-five. Eighty-five. Oh, this is peak NWA. Yeah, to the to the throat. Wait, are they heels? No, they're not. Are they heels? No. I was gonna say no. Ricky Steamboat is a baby face. Yeah, no. They're, I mean, it's a it's a Mer- it's a flag match. You're right. What team You're right. do you think is the face? You're right. If Cody went full heel, American patriotism. There's the solution. Well, actually, if Cody no. Keeps going, if Cody keeps going, QAnon as a ref as a wrestling gimmick is Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that that is true. I'll tweet that out if you bump it. Uh, you and your followers, my man. I'm fucking with you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll keep it in the drafts for now. Steamboat. Next time he does something Shocked. worthy of that, then fire it off. Which would probably be Friday. Yeah, seriously. Because he is talking. Oh, he's, gonna, he's definitely going to respond. Oh, yeah, he is. God, I'm going to hand him a live mic. Bless their heart. And he's gonna, yeah, bless their heart. Maybe maybe WWE releasing Cody was a good idea. Maybe it wasn't because then none of this would have happened. True, but I like AEW. I just don't like Cody Rhodes. Uh, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Cody wasn't such an asshole. All in wouldn't have happened. To be fair. That's that he is. He didn't say fuck you, Dave. Ah! Oh, there comes the heel. I was about to say they've been. The Americans have been controlling this match way too much. The the heel work's gonna have to start soon. And there there it goes. Oh, oh he's Kernodal, the back. Kernodal's uh the hot tag's gonna be a steamboat, goddamn. Yeah. Oh, he's working the back and the neck. Clearly he's there I think the towel must be some some kind of Sorry. neck or back energy. Or yeah. energy. Injury. Injury. Strategery. I was yeah pulling. Yeah, on they it. just yeah. talked about injury. Yeah, it's a collar. Yeah, it's a collar he wears for his neck. You'd be a great uh, 1980s NWA color commentator, Taylor. I gotta say, because really, Shivani literally just said everything you said. Do you hear him? Wow, listen, dude, you hear the color the, guy, right? The, yeah, yeah, but come the on, energy come for come on, Donnie. The energy when he even just reached for the tag was spectacular. No, no crowd is hotter than a 1985 NWA crowd. Tell me I'm wrong. Maybe You're probably not wrong. Maybe the Fed at like match. the Fed at like WrestleMania six. You know, that might have been a hotter crowd in that time. When Warrior won the title, people lost their fucking minds, dude. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, early wrestling, it was just, like, such a big phenomenon that... Because people thought it was fucking real. Know, the crowd energy is... Look, we have good crowds today, especially, I mean, like we saw last Sunday. Because everyone's Sunday, in on it now, that's why. 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I think we're gonna be in an interesting time for wrestling crowds coming up. That that is maybe just gonna be a, more appreciative of just the spectacle of it. Than yeah, the marks will never yeah. go away. Let's be honest. Yeah. As I sit here with my cut up, exploding barbed wire deathmatch shirt. Even the AEW crowd, which we know is a pretty like you know, Marky crowd. That, it's that side of you know, it's those people. Um, that's a pretty. That's a you know, they they were very behaved on on Sunday. Yeah, no, very grateful. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean, right? The sentiment yeah. of it. Ooh. Ugh. Tony Schiavone's been doing this for like 45 years. That's fucking crazy. Well, it took like a what? 20 year hiatus. And then I quit the business for 20 years, he said. Yeah. Oh, we're calling to wrestling. I volume up higher. I can hear him calling it. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm looking at the audio waveform right now. It's just barely reading. Like, it's going. Yeah. It's there. I'm just going to have to bump it. Actually, maybe not because we want it quiet. Yeah, we don't need it. Too, but the best part is, crowd. if we get a sponsor, we don't have to worry <laughs> about demonetization. That would be. That's true. If only, true. if only someone put out a feeler the other day. <laughs> hmm, that would be something else, wouldn't it? It would be. Oh, uh, he's calling. Make that goddamn tag, tag, dog. Make the tag. No. <laughs> nice. Oh, he kicks him up. Uh oh. Dude, this crowd. Fucking rabid, dude. Jesus, those ropes. Did you ever get to run the ropes in Firestar? Like that ring? No, I've never. I have not. I do not know how to, to run the ropes. I, I've not done that. Uh, fuck. Who sh Jay showed me how, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, dude. Jay's, a man. Jay's the boy. I, yeah, I have not run the ropes uh, before, but... I was, One day, someone, sure. I was talking to him and uh, JM, and I was like, yeah, but I got back problems. They were like, Get, stay the fuck away from the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> I'll be a but manager. The whole business is, you know, I like this commentary thing, okay? Yeah. Hey, maybe if I ever need a replacement for the ECCW general manager role, I'll reach out. Aww. You don't want me running the company into the ground, but thank you. <laughs> Next thing you know, I already have cutting. too many booking ideas, dude. You're gonna be like Nick Khan cutting the big contracts. I am, dude, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck it, we're going to Japan, boys." <laughs> Preparing to sell us as a multi-universal, yeah. That or Disney. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Come on, dude. We gotta get Brad on here and talk about that, cause, dude, I shit you not. For the past like three months, he's been gassing me up about Nick Khan and selling the company, and then everyone's on the wave of that now. I'm yeah. like, dude, they gotta give. The Fed has gotta give Brad a job. I'm telling. You. <laughs> is that is that like his territory? He's analytics, media analytics and stuff. Oh, true, true, yeah, yeah. So like oh, he, well, then, yeah, he loved, right up he's sport, yeah, I think it was sport management dude. and analytics. You know, so like, yeah, he was, he was. He Nick, he wants to be like Tony Khan and Nick Khan, and I'm like, dude, do it. Oh, 
to I it. I mean, yeah, if he has the passion for it. We'll I mean, have to get him in on the podcast. I'll yeah. shoot him a little feeler out. You know what he needs to do? If he's into analytics, what he needs to do is somehow get access to those ratings and start twisting them in the positive sense on Twitter. We need, we need some help. He does. The other he, side. he does. I think we just got to get him to interact. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like yourself, Taylor. He's a very reserved person at, at face value. That's true, yeah. He doesn't even he fucking listen to this show, but hey, Brad, how you doing? Check out uh, After the Final Whistle on, on all uh, podcast platforms. That's his show. So give him a little bit of love. Well, tell him to listen to the show, too. Come on, man. Oh, no, I send him clips. Look, support Come the boys. On, make the tag. Make the Fingertips tag. away. The Kolovs. Which one's Ivan? Clap, 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 clap. If crowds were watching this match today. You know? <laughs> like when the revival yeah. in American Alpha did it, and I think they were like, which one's Austin? <laughs> that was funny as shit. I'm trying to figure out who the other guy is. Does he know which way to go? Oh, always trying to get some leverage. Oh, oh, atomic drop. The most 80s move, move in all of wrestling. <laughs> it is. It is so aggressively That's 80s. That's the super kick of today. What the fuck? Oh, come on. Get him out of the ring, ref. God damn it. I want to see the American flag raised. No, not into another sleeper. Crowd is fucking eating it dude, up, they're, dude. They're stomping the little like cameras, like shaking. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would, I would have loved to go to a show like this. Yeah. Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes in a cage. Also, Holly Bleacher defends the United States Heavyweight Championship of the World. Like, I'd, I'd eat that shit up <laughs> if I went. Yeah. I've been watching more, uh, more like late. 80s, early 90s, WCW on the cock. And the crowd is just as hot. Yeah. I'm like, holy. Because yeah, they used to come to Baltimore every single oh. time. Like Baltimore, on. Greensboro, Nashville. Those were the WCW cities. Oh, what a chop. The chop sets him down. Catch your favorite NWA, WCW wrestlers at the Spartatorium. Yeah, you know, shit like that. I eat that up, dude. I'm a sucker yeah. for that. It's just so retro, it hurts. No! Tag! No? Nope. Was not made, but Steve was coming out to... I'm getting, I'm getting mad. Like, actually. They have good heel work. I mean, this is, this is just good, classic heel work. I bet you all the wrestlers Which watch we, these guys, dude. Seriously. We need so much more of that. Like, FTR, dude. I love FTR. I have zero complaints yeah. about their work. They're just absolutely phenomenal. And, like, that, that is a take, I believe, should be universal. If you don't like FTR, go fuck yourself. And they, oh, got, and they got Tully. That, that helps, obviously. The move. Oh, so the ref's being super lenient. <gasps> Leg drop. Oh. Elbow. All right, Don. Pin him. Come here. And there the lid goes off wow. the place. The lid goes off the roof. What an insane pop. 
gonna let it run a little bit, I think. Grab the flag, damn it. I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. So if your video's out of sync with the audio, do not be alarmed. Oh, I got the re- Oh shit, they're back in the ring! Oh, the Russians are beating him up. But Steamboat grabs the Russian flag and starts swinging, dude. Holy shit. Wow. There's a good shot. Oh, the Crusher, the Crusher came in. Wait, what? I can't remember who. Uh, oh, my God. If you go to 1840, you see Tony Schiavone looking like a little child. Look, he's not even looking at the camera. He's so underconfident. Oh, it's the baby Tony Schiavone. <laughs> and that's where I'll end the video. Just on fetus Tony Schiavone. But, Taylor, that was the match. I think what a great way to honor um, the memory of Don Kernodal and what he contributed because that that i i'm not familiar with his work but watching that i'm like damn i want to watch more i really do yeah yeah like as you said textbook heel versus baby face southern wrestling cut the ring in half and get the hot tag when it counts you know absolutely yeah anything more you want to add on the matter no i think i mean i think some of these classical style matches would be it would more be welcome. good for you know Look, I mean, obviously, modern wrestling move-wise is far more exciting than this, but I think it's the, the dynamic. The way you lay out the that, match. Yeah, the dynamic of it could, is something that could be learned a bit, a bit more. Uh, I, honestly, I think the match that they had on Sunday, um, maybe it got a bit, you know, a bit too much at the end between Mox and Kingston and the Young Bucks. But like, that was a great that example. Had a ton of amazing, you know, just classic heel work. Anyone pretending so, like the Bucks haven't watched any like old school wrestling, yeah. you're wrong. You're just not yeah. living in reality. But um, yeah. I agree a thousand percent. You know what I think is one of the best of it and secretly is probably an NWA WCW mark? Roman Reigns. Roman is a master, especially now, dude. Well, Roman we is a, know that he's, but no, he's just like his family. We he's know he's educated master. on the classics. He's also just a master of just, just getting people to feel, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, especially the heel run, dude, the Daniel Bryan match. That's the one on SmackDown. It wasn't the best match ever or anything. I was so entertained by it though, because the whole time it felt like a loser leaves town match from fucking Memphis. Mm -hmm. And Roman brings it, dude. And I want more yeah. of that. Southern wrestling, yeah. when it's good, I've learned in my very brief sampler of Southern wrestling, when it's good, it blows anything by the Fed out of the water. Wrestling-wise, like in-ring, blows mm -hmm. anything by the Fed out of the water around that time frame. frame. But yeah, yeah. like, so dude, I, I we should, feed uh, me more shit. We should maybe look look into some more matches like that. Yeah, dude, I've I've the been future. preaching on the podcast all the time. Let's do more NWA, WCW, Southern Wrestling. So if you guys got recommendations, you can hit up the podcast Twitter, baby. Segway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do I pull this off? Huh. So follow us at Reg Rest Review on Twitter. The drive for thirty still climbing slowly but surely. Thank you guys to all the uh, Spotify love, uh, Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. I still need to see if we only have one review. I'm going to look right when we get off the air. But you can follow me and all my shenanigans at Vendellis Tweets as well. Taylor, where can they find you? Holding as in always, burps as I'm can, doing this. Holy shit. Yeah. Jeez, dude. Get it together. I'm a mess. <laughs> uh, 
As always, you can find me for all things related to ECCW. You can find me at ECCWGM. Um, and for just, you know, the usual everyday content at Tay Redacted. The content. We love it. We love it. I think we should do another Twitter poll, Taylor. I don't know about you. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Shout out Jay-Z Graham again for that. You hooked us up big time. He also gave me a really good recommendation on a Bojangles meal the other day, and it (laughs) slapped. So, Jay-Z, if you're listening, thank you for the Bojangles meal recommendation. I appreciate it, brother. Follow ECCW as well, at X Elite Combat X, because we are getting the ball rolling, people, on YouTube right now. You can find the first ever title match in ECCW history called by yours truly. Joey, Joey styling it, as always. Styling and profiling because I'm not good enough to call Backlash. Sorry, that's for the people who know. Um, yeah, you can check that match out. It's great. Chuck Edwards, Jay Malachi. Spoiler alert, if you listen to this podcast, you know. But doesn't give you a reason not to watch it because the in-ring quality is fucking phenomenal. Have you gotten a chance to see it yet, Taylor? Not yet. I kind of thought we were going to do a review of it on the show, maybe. We might, but I've already seen it. That's the only thing. And I don't want to, I, don't, I don't want you have to it. have to listen to my voice twice. Two of me. Yeah, that, God do want, forbid. Do you want two God of me forbid. talking to you at once? Do, does anyone I listening think, to the show want that? I think that I cannot think of a worse thing. There's your personal hell. But until next time. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys got a crackhead edition of the show. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. For Taylor Yates, the Stooges in the Truck, ECCW, and the podcast, I'm Andrew Vandellis saying goodbye and good night. Bye.